When your bookings are low and demand for your services are low, it's frustrating and it's stressful. Some hairstylists are in the position to take advantage of these slow times or down times and they're able to rest and take classes or work on expanding their business. While other hairstylists are trying to scramble and find clients, they're offering specials, hoping that that will entice clients to schedule appointments. When bookies are low, it's a stressful time and the thought of getting a job or a second job usually pops into your mind, depending upon your situation. When bookings are low, your expenses don't stop. The bills keep coming. Booth rent needs to be paid. Products need to be purchased. Tools need to be maintained. You get where I'm going here. You still have to meet the financial needs of your business and the financial needs of your personal lifestyle. When times are hard and business is slow, what do you do? Does a job really solve the problem? In this episode, I'm sharing a few tips about how to keep your business afloat with and without a second job. Let's go. Welcome to the Savvy Stylist Podcast, produced by the Savvy Stylist Company. I'm your host, Cherie Marie. I'm a hairstylist turned career coach that's obsessed with helping passionate hairstylists book more clients and make more money. Here on the Savvy Stylist Podcast, we dive deep into the business and marketing strategies that are important to you and your career as a hairstylist. Whether you want to grow your clientele, your influence, or your business, I've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style episodes and the occasional expert interview. And by the way, the Savvy Stylist Company is open to all hairstylists. Whether you're a new hairstylist fresh out of cosmetology school or an experienced hairstylist with years behind the chair, I've got you covered. So let's get into it. Okay, hairstylists, let's get into this topic. Let me start by saying that if you are struggling financially, you have to get that financial need met. You may have been encouraged not to get a job or second job. And I'm here to tell you that it is absolutely okay to get a second job if you need to. If you are struggling financially, meet that need. If meeting the need requires you to get a job, do what you have to do. If you are in a position where you absolutely must get a job or second job, I want to encourage you to get that job and keep your hairstyling business, your hairstyling career at the forefront. Know that when you get this job, you're still a hairstylist and you'll have two jobs. You didn't become a hairstylist to quit. So if you're working a job and styling hair, there's a few things you'll need to do in order to keep your business going and growing. So let's get into that. The first thing I want to encourage you to do if you're working a job, getting a second job, is to prioritize your hairstyling business. That's the number one thing you should do. Even if you're working a nine to five, make your hairstyling career, your hairstyling business, a number one priority. Carve out time 
and dedicate time to your hairstyling business. Set boundaries, set time boundaries. If you're working a job that has hours from nine to five, you'll need to dedicate time to your hairstyling business either before or after work. Saturdays will be a big hairstyling business day for you. So if you're working nine to five, Monday through Friday, Saturday is your hairstyling day. You should still be accepting clients, styling clients while you're working your nine to five. Why? Because you're a hairstylist. You started this industry and this business to grow, to have clients, and you want to continue to do that. You have to make sure you keep your hairstyling business, your career at the forefront. Make it a priority. Be intentional when you're marketing and promoting your hairstyling business. The second thing I want you to do is remember why you became a hairstylist. Getting a job to solve a financial need, it's solving a temporary problem. It does not necessarily solve the problem that you may be experiencing in your business. Now, what is this problem you may be experiencing in your business? It could be a number of things. But my assumption is if you're getting a second job and you're a hairstylist, you're getting this job because your hairstyling business is not bringing in the dollars that you need. So you've decided to seek employment elsewhere in order to supplement your income to meet your financial needs. And that's a okay. Remember that this second job is temporary and it's solving a temporary problem. This is not your primary focus. Remember why you became a hairstylist and keep working toward your career goals. Create a plan of action to solve the problem you're experiencing in your business. So for example, if you've decided to get a job because your bookings are low, the problem in your business is that your bookings are low. So think about what can you do to increase your bookings? What can you do to get more clients in the chair? Here's an example. You can engage with your potential clients on social media. Spend 15 to 20 minutes per day before or after work engaging with clients, potential clients on social media that you want in your chair. So the people that you want to style, look for them online, engage with their posts, be active on social media. Create your postings for your business page. The goal is for you to promote your services, promote yourself as a hairstylist so that you can get eyes on your page and get them to click that booking link. Okay, so number one, I want you to prioritize your hairstyling business. Number two, I want you to remember why you became a hairstylist. And the third thing you can do is set an end goal. Work with the end in mind. Again, your job, your nine to five is not the primary focus. So plan your exit exit strategy. If being a hairstylist is truly your passion, you should work with that in mind. Set a timeline for how long you plan to work the second job. When you plan to return to being a full hairstylist, when is that? And you want to keep a positive mindset. Meet your financial needs and get out. If you don't plan your exit strategy from your nine to five, if you don't 
meet the financial needs and just get out of that job, what will happen is you will become stuck. You will get comfortable with that job. You'll be, you will get comfortable with that check. And you may be stuck in a job that you don't necessarily like. Remember your passion for hairstyling and continue to pursue it. If you're in a situation where you need to meet a financial need that hairstyling is just not meeting right now, you will be stressed, possibly depressed, and it'll cause you to operate at less than 100%. So when you are mentally battling life's problems, it takes your mind off of your passion for hairstyling. So when you're in the salon working, you're not operating at your full potential. It takes away from you. It sucks the creative energy out of you, causing you to produce mediocre work, mediocre hairstyles, not giving the best customer service. Your client's experience will be diminished. You should want to operate at your best. So meet that financial need and get out of that job if you can. Now, this is all depending upon your situation, okay? If you want to be a hairstylist full-time and it's truly your passion, make it your number one priority. So now that you there's, you know, you you have an idea of how to work your 9 to 5 and still work your hairstyling business. I want to give you some options. Let's say if it's slow and You don't want to get a job. There are other options for you. You can create digital products for your business. You can turn your hairstyling knowledge into intellectual property and sell it to your audience. A few examples of intellectual property include like a silk press digital course, a ebook that gives a curly hair routine, natural hair memberships, monthly memberships. There are a number of things that you can do to turn your knowledge into intellectual property. And then in turn, you can market, promote, and sell these products. These are just a few ways that you can turn your knowledge into digital products that can generate money passively for you. I teach hairstylists how to create digital products within the Savvy Stylist Society. In this program, you'll learn how to create, market, and sell digital products so that you're prepared financially in your business. When slow seasons come, low bookings, gaps in your schedule, if that happens, it won't stress you out because within the Savvy Stylist Society, you will learn how to turn your knowledge into intellectual property. You will learn how to market, promote, and sell your digital products on autopilot. You'll be doing that in busy seasons. You'll be doing that in slow seasons. It will generate more income for you. It will stabilize your income, stabilize your business. You'll actively work a digital marketing strategy. If you're interested in learning how to turn your knowledge into digital products into intellectual property that you can market, sell, and promote to your existing clientele, potential clients, your audience, go to thesavvystylist.co 
to sign up. Thank you for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. This podcast is produced by the Savvy Stylist Company, a business and marketing agency by a hairstylist for hairstylists. If you want professional help building and growing your hairstyling business, visit us at thesavvystylist.co. That's thesavvystylist.co. If you're enjoying the Savvy Stylist podcast, I want to know who you are. Screenshot this episode, share it, and tag at the Savvy Stylist podcast on Instagram. Let's chat. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.